Awesome. What's up, y'all? This is Trevor here with Carrot, uh, coming at you with another session of Ask Carrot, which I'm pumped about. We're using this microphone here, right, Brady? Yeah? Okay, cool. Um, what's up, Adrian? Adrian, Mr. Adrian Nez is on here as well. I need to actually mute my audio here. What's up, Instagram people? Cool. Hi, guys. Uh, Trevor here, Adrian here, going, going live with you on, on Ask, on, <laughs> Ask Carrot, what's it called? Uh, in today's episode, I'm pumped about today's episode because today's episode is actually uh, really specific on some questions and some things that, that investor care, agent care members that I've been talking to lately have been talking about. Uh, I talked with a really high level client this week, Tim. Uh, he has a, you know, a lot of experience in real estate, been closing tons of deals over the past uh, 10 plus years, has a brokerage, the whole thing. But he, he, we were talking and he said, man, my ROI on, on my marketing, not just my offline, my online marketing, but my offline marketing too, because it's a fraction of what it was a year or two ago. What do I do? And there's all these different things that we were starting to look at and diagnose. And well, is it this? Is it the website? Is it this? Is it the marketing piece? What is it? And it's a mixture of things. And I've had the same conversation with lots of people because we're in this market. Adrian and I are going to be talking about the market phase we're in. And right here on this piece of paper, right here, I've got the three tactics to increase your ROI in 2019 and 2020. Three very specific things. The exact same things I'm coaching Tim on, the exact same things I'm coaching other people on that would pay three to $5,000 a month to be able to have us execute or guide them on this stuff. So Mr. Adrian Neds, what's up, man? Welcome on Ask Carrot again, bud. Hey, how are you? Awesome, dude. Always cool to be on these calls with you. And, and this particular call, I'm, I'm, I'm really... Um... I'm really excited about as usual, mm -hmm. but the reason why I think is that I think when, when people talk about, Hey, my ROI is dipping, I think people tend to kind of lean one or the other yep. and really not step back and just do a self kind of really do a, a, a thorough check of really what the issue is. You know, it's easy to go down a rabbit hole. And so I, I love this topic. You know, we'll definitely able to help people identify, okay, is this, is this because due to market dynamics mm. or is it, self-sabotage yep. you know what I mean things that you're doing are really even things you're not doing or you know things that has to do with that we have control of or maybe you just don't have the right insight which this is what this call is for and this, is, and this call will be those for those that we can help with that so 100% and dude really quick if you have heads if you have headsets on you throw those headphones on um, I think it's getting a little bit of feedback okay. on the IG side of things uh, we've got some amazing tech heads with us on Instagram helping us through uh, this part of it. But uh, awesome, guys. So we're going to dive in. Uh, I've got my, before we dive into the topics, okay, before we dive into the topics, I've got my trusty water bottle here. So one thing that we're doing, I actually chatted with Jen, my assistant. We get a lot of people asking, where do I get one of these things? Where do I get one of these carrot water bottles? And we're going to have an answer for you on that pretty soon. So if anyone wants one of our, I'm going to invent this like, Super hydration water bottles. Uh, these are the carrot super hydration water bottles. They'll be carrot branded. They'll have the little carrot green, the whole thing. Keep an eye out. There will be a way in our marketplace at carrot to be able to get one of our water bottles right there. So what's up guys? Um, yep. We're going to nail the audio guys. Hold on one second. We're going to nail the audio. Adrian's getting some, some headphones on. Okay. But, um, and that's only on Instagram. On Facebook, guys, if you're on Instagram, head over to Facebook. Audio is perfect over there. So we're going to be diving in and we're going to be diving into, if you're just joining us, the three tactics to increase your ROI in 2019. We're going to walk through a few things here on the, on the dynamics of exactly where we are in the real estate market, whether you're a real estate investor or agent. This is really important for you at this point because we're, we're in this interesting phase, right? And I'm going to be talking about exactly where we are. I'm going to be casting some vision on where the market's going next and how that impacts your business as an agent or an investor, then exactly the moves, exactly the tactics so you can kind of pace and plan ahead of times uh, and get ahead of the market rather than being behind on it, okay? Couple cool announcements though. So Mr. Adrian, he's on the opposite side of the coast right now. Can you guys, uh, awesome guys, thank you. Instagram, audio is fixed, thanks Adrian. So Adrian is on the other side of the country. He's in North Carolina, I'm in Oregon. Weather is beautiful this week. Uh, May is always like, oh my gosh, May is just an amazing month because the spring is starting to kick in. And the reason I'm excited about it is Adrian is going to be flying over from North Carolina into Oregon in about three weeks uh, for shoot, two and a half weeks, man, for Carrot Camp. So Adrian, uh, dude, I'm pumped to have you out here at Carrot Camp. What are you looking forward to for Carrot Camp? Uh, dude, like to, to me, Oregon is, is beginning to be home away from home. Yep. Uh, you know, obviously there's some other stuff that was happening this week. Um, I, we actually canceled uh, 
we were, me and you, me and Trevor are part of a, a mastermind, but we're not going there because we want to be hundred percent focused about, you know, carrot camp. And, and to me, I, ju- I just want to be so focused on what I get there. You know, obviously it's always great to see the team, the culture, be part of that, just to be there in person with everybody, but really super excited to have what 15 of some of the smartest successful investors come in and us pour into them. And, uh, it's going to be a good time. I, I, I just love, I always look at Oregon as a retreat almost. Mm. Um, gets you out of the norm and uh, norm, nor, normal stuff of every day. So super excited. Um, going to be there for a whole week. So, Dude, so some of the people showing up for Care Camp, I'm really excited about this. So uh, what's up, y'all? Um, I'm really excited about the Care Camp coming up. So we are sold out. If you guys go to carrotcamp.com, you're going to see the page is updated. Completely sold out. Uh, really, really excited about. So we've got Bo Hollis returning for his second yeah. care camp. He was at the last one, uh, does over 100, 100 deals a year. And he's, dude, the thing I'm most proud about Bo right now, he's like really diving into the content side head first because he's been a cold calling guy. Cold calling guy, he's been hustling in his market, but he's making the switch to go, you know what? I know, I know that I've got to really stand out in my market in ways that other people can't. So other people can cold call the heck out of things, but the way that you stand out is by is with content, is by building credibility. And we're gonna be talking about some of that today. But then also we've got uh, Brandy Pollock uh, that's coming back for a second carrot camp out of Florida. He's crushing it. I remember when we were um, Brady. I don't know if this impacts anything, but my audio changed a little bit when you did that. I don't know. Say something, Adrian. Hey, can you guys hear? You're good. Perfect, man. Cool, thanks. Uh, so Brandy Pollock is coming back for a second one. Uh, when, when we were out there at uh, Wholesaling Inc. in North Carolina, or I was out there, uh, Brandy was in the crowd and he's like, I just closed the deal. It was either, I think it was a $90,000 deal that came There's from his yeah. online marketing that he started after Carrot Camp. He wasn't doing any online marketing. And then he leaves Carrot Camp. We, we give him a plan. We give him resources to execute. He executes and he's been closing multiple six figures since then. Uh, ben Sochek coming back for a second care camp. Did his first million dollar year last year. Uh, you yep. were helping him with SEO. We were helping with PPC, concierge program. Uh, Carter Steph, largest home buyer in Oklahoma City, possibly largest in, in all, all of Oklahoma. He's coming out. Tyler Ford. Tyler Ford's been on the podcast several times. He's coming up. Um, he's a late addition, which I'm loving it. Man, I can keep on going. There. We're missing some big ones. Got, still, uh, Mr. El Paso. Um, Edward Beck. Edward Beck Edward is coming back. Coming, him and his business partner are coming back. He was at the very first Carrot Camp. Um, man, we're missing some amazing ones, dude. Christina. Christina Krause. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. she's huge. Uh, oh, and then Rob, Rob Nickel, uh, the owner of the largest VA service in, in the industry. He's coming out to Carrot Camp. Of course, our team, you, uh, Kylie. There's others, guys and gals, that are just amazing, amazing people. So if you're looking at Carrot Camp, it's going to sell out fast in, in September. I was already chatting this morning on text with Adam and, uh, and Brent, Adam Johnson, Brent Moreno. And they're like, we want to come out to the September Carrot Camp. Max Maxwell and Tony said they want to come back Tony, out. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. September is going to be a big one. Obviously, each, each, each one that we do is always special. I mean, it's amazing mm-hmm. the impact. Um, as you remember, uh, Brandy, even um, um, I, I, I give credit to Carrot Camp for Bo because we, we, me and me and T Rob taught him how to use Instagram. <laughs> That's right. O- over a bottle of wine, Dude, yeah. He was he was intimidated by it, but <laughs> now, now he's crushing it. Um, but it, it's amazing some of the stuff that has happened to. I mean, we can go on and on about. Ah. Tang, I love. I mean, Tang. He, he's one that stands out. Um, yep. You know, just um, just how he's transformed his business from that trip alone. Hmm. Um, I mean, we can go on and on, but you know, I, you know, I'm so blessed that I can have conversations with some of these guys. I mean, some of it, some personal stuff that they've shared with me that just has made impact because it's just, it's just not about just real estate stuff. You know, like I said, it, it really forces you to kind of really, there's just something about Roseburg, um, that just really kind of does that. I mean, I, I, I've told you many times on a podcast how I, I had a big in fifth, What's that word? Um, epiphany. Revelation. Epiphany. Yeah. Revelation. One and, of those. And, yeah. and, 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 and your mates, your mates' quarters. Oh, um, my, my nanny's quarters. Yeah. Nanny's <laughs> at quarters. Our house? I mean, <laughs> at your house. Uh, just a lot of stuff. Like that. I, I think it's, it's, it's so good. For, I think every investor to, to just get out of your normal element, your normal work and space environment, surround yourself with people that are going to not just encourage you, but 
but improve that just make you a better person overall as a as a person but also just as as an investor so cool i love it so we're gonna dive into the topic but before i do i just want to get this out of my brain uh right before this call guys right before this call i came in from the building next door so we've got eight thousand square feet up here uh for the loft it's completely full amazing people but we wanted to buy a building downtown that we could really renovate and uh, there's a lot of reasons for it that's a whole nother call by itself but it was really cool i had a chance to tour the building next door and there's a possibility, man, a possibility that by the time you guys get out here for, to, for Carrot Camp, we could make a tour of that building and we're going to own it, hopefully. That's what I'm hoping, Whoa, to buy I, Carrot I, Camp. I, I remember when you uh, put the first to that offer. That's cool. So that's a different one. I didn't get that building. Uh, some, oh, gotcha. Someone else got that building uh, down there. I made the offer. Someone came in behind a full cash offer. But the, literally the building that we're attached to is the one that I looked at today, and I'm excited about it. So I'm crossing my fingers there. Uh, the seller's amazing. I'm just pumped about what we can do for downtown. So That's awesome. right here, man, let's dive into this. So uh, I'm going to start it off with, with this. Once again, I, I, had that, I had a call with Tim, uh, one of our clients, last week, and we followed up by email. And it's not the first time I've had this call, and it's just really part of the, the market dynamics. And for those of you who are hopping on right now, the way that the call consisted of is this. Uh, he's a, a big investor. He has a bunch of rental properties. He has a brokerage. He um, does a bunch of flips. They're starting to do some more wholesales. I remember when, when Tim was out at Carrot Camp, actually he was a Carrot Camper, they weren't doing any wholesales. And then he was at the Carrot Camp with Brad Chandler and a bunch of the other guys. And they're like, man, you need to start a wholesale division. And so right after that Carrot Camp, I remember getting a, a note in our Carrot Camp alumni Facebook page. And he said, essentially about 60 days later, here's what's happened. We were inspired by the, the ecosystem at Carrot Camp. They got a building downtown for their office. They started to build a culture. And he started a wholesale division that made about 60 grand in that first 60 days, 50 something thousand bucks. And so he started to shift some things. But what he's seeing is a dip in ROI. Okay, so this right here, let's look at a little timeline. Let's say this is, you know, let's just say this is 2012. Okay, let's say this is 16. Let's say this is 18. This is 19. Okay, so what happens is when it's a, a, a market that's not as competitive, your marketing dollars go a lot farther, right? In 2012, 13, 14, 15, even 16, your direct mail, your Google pay-per-click, there's less people spending for that. Therefore, your cost per click, your cost per lead, your cost per customer, your deal is a little bit lower, right? But also during those phases, oftentimes your profit margin might have been a little bit lower because you, you weren't getting some of that appreciation in there, right? So your, your ROI for a lot of your marketing was up here. And as a lot more people start to dive into the market, the demand for being a real estate investor and or agent gets bigger. Let's look at this as the demand, right? So in 2012, there wasn't as much demand for being in the market as real estate investors there is today. And this is kind of what you see now. So that's the demand to be a real estate investor or agent. Because when people see things going well, they wanna jump in. And so your ROI and your marketing in general, if there's less competition, unless you're doing things to stand out, and that's what we're gonna be talking about today. Unless you're doing the three things we're gonna be talking about today, your ROI tends, tends to start to kind of go down, right? And that's kind of where, where Tim was with this certain type of marketing and, and many other people that we're talking to now is, is because you have demand up here that's competition, here's your gap now. And now what we're gonna be talking about is how do you close this gap? If competition is gonna be up here, and I really feel that for those that, that are, are savvy and start to build a real business, you know, they're gonna stay in business, but we are gonna see a little bit of that competition wane, I think, in the next two years. Um, as some of the newer investors aren't able to kind of get the processes in place and maybe get their mindset shift, but we want to help you do that if you're a newer investor. We're going to start to see that go down a little bit. We want to see you start to get your profit margins back up, okay? So I've got three things in my mind, Adrian. We'll go through them. If you have any things outside of those three, we'll dive into those as well, okay? Yeah, so, so, so let me kind of plant a seed for you guys because we talked, I mean, we've been talking about this for a while. Yep. Um, I, I think we start at least for this year, we started at the Market Leader Summit that we did. And, and it just keeps, it's just something that re- reinforces what me and Trevor have been saying is that we, you, it's time to be intentional marketers, mm-hmm. right? You, you can't just ride the wave of what worked before in terms of just a general message of how we, we solve this particular problem and this is how we do it. Now, that can work for a period of time because here's the thing. When, when the ROI is at its peak as investors, one of the reasons why is because there's less awareness of other options that that home seller has. Yep. Okay, So it's easier to close on those. It, 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 there, there's less uh, obstacles. But when competition comes in, um, as the market heats up, 
then that's when you begin to have some other things come into play and start playing a role, such as mm-hmm. like I know in my market, we're not quite at the peak yet, but I'm noticing and getting um, I'm seeing a lot of agents really start putting up billboards. They're beginning to guarantee uh, sales what they're um, they're flooding um, um, neighborhoods with with uh, um, postcards. They're, they're indoctrinating the market about how um, get top dollar listings mm-hmm. are going fast. So what, what are they doing? They're indoctrinating the market about um, they're, they're, they're tr- to, to have high expectations. And yep. sometimes it's unrealistic expectations. So that's why many of you guys, you're probably getting a lot of tire kickers, even though maybe your, your AdWords, your Facebook, all of that is fine-tuned. It's, it's very polished, but you're still getting a lot of these tire kickers. A part of that is because you have more people that are now aware of, 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 of other ways to possibly get rid of their house. And also they're being told now's the time to sell, get top dollar, listings are going fast. Uh, so I just want to kind of throw that, that that dynamic in because it plays a role and, and really solidifies why it's so important. You got to be a content marketer. And of course, this is what that, what we're talking about today. Dude, 100%. And it was really cool. I had a meeting with the G team, uh, local real estate brokers. They moved over from Century 21 to EXP uh, lately because what happens when you start to really build a, a good reputation, whether you're an investor or an agent, is you start to, start to build a brand, right? I mean, you guys watching this right now, it's very clear that we're building a brand. I mean, within this one screen on your Facebook or Instagram page, you guys probably see our brand at least three to four to five times on here. And how does this relate to you? I'm going to tell you. Like, look at this. That's our brand. It's orange, right? I've got my carrot camp uh, hat. I've got my carrot thingy here. I've got my carrot thingy here. What's the color of this right here, right? That's orange. Adrian's got his his uh, uh, International Carrot Day shirt on. So right here on my computer, like there's so many brand touches. Now, why is this important? How does this really relate to you guys? You don't feel like put your colors and everything everywhere. It, it relates because when you start to connect with people through brand and through credibility, you got some you got carrot buds there. You start to add a moat. You start to create a moat around your business. You start to add this comfort zone because when everybody uh, out there is doing the same thing, if you're a real estate investor, your offering is basically similar, right? I can buy your house. I can buy it quickly. I can pay cash or close quick. There's some variations of it, but it's essentially the offering is the same. If you're a real estate agent, the same thing. It's like, I can list your house. I can help you find a home. Uh, my commission is within this very tight range, probably two, you know, two to six percent, depending you know, on both sides of it. Um, and so it's like, if the offering's the same, now how do you stand out? Now, how is it that you stand out and someone chooses you? So this is the very first of the three tips is this, okay? Is close the credibility gap, okay? So we want to we want to increase your ROI. We want to close that gap there. I'm going to raise this. The first tip is close your credibility gap. And I'm going to actually share my computer screen here in a couple minutes and show you what that means actually online, okay? So number one, close credibility. We'll put a period there, gap, okay? I never, no one's ever told me I have good handwriting, but you know what I'm, you guys know what I mean there. So the first thing you got to do is close the credibility gap. So when I was on the phone with, with Tim and I've talked to many other clients like this as well, two, three years ago, you were able to put up an amazing uh, Google AdWord campaign or direct mail campaign or, or cold calling and see massive ROIs. Now it's not saying you can't do that today. You totally can. You have to shift some things. But one thing that, that this client brought up to me is he said, man, I've got way more, I've got way more experience than this, than this other guy or these other yeah. two people in my market, but why are they beating me in the deals? It's not that the deals aren't there. That's not the case. Why are these people who are newer, less experienced, why are they winning these deals? He goes, because if I can get into that house, if I can actually talk to the seller, I'm going to win the deal. I'm really good at negotiating. I've got a bigger track record. I've got better programs and systems to help them do this stuff. Why are they winning these deals? And the first thing that I did, Adrian, is I went to Google and I'm going to pull it up here in a bit. I went to Google and hopefully, Tim, you don't mind me sharing this, uh, but I went to Google and basically I, I, I did some Google searching. I'm like, well, I'm going to put myself in the mind of this seller. Okay. Yep. And, and I've talked about this before. I've got a whole graphic of it. Brady put this in the, the show notes and we'll link it up, but it's the inside of the mind motivated, inside of the motivated house seller blog post where it's got my graphic and it shows that the different levels that a seller has to go through buyer to, to make a decision. Right. First of all, they're solution aware. Hey, I've got a problem or they're problem aware. Yep. I've got a problem. Right? I inherited this house or uh, I, I am going through a divorce. And I need to sell this house or whatever it is. Okay. They've got a problem. If you're a real estate agent, it's like, oh, I need to upgrade my house. I need to downgrade my house. I need to do whatever. They've got a problem. Number two, once they've recognized they have a problem, then they're like, okay, I know I have a problem. I need to solve this thing. 
Now I'm open and I'm going to be perceptive to solutions. Okay, they're going to see the billboard that you mentioned that an agent's putting up, and they're going to go, "Whoa! Like it looks like that agent. They they're pretty confident they can they can get this thing sold. They're going to guarantee that that it'll get sold or or they'll yeah. buy it. That's pretty cool." And then they get like a direct mail piece or someone picks up the phone and calls them and then they do some Google searches, right? All of them are doing Google searches. And so you've got four, five, six different options now. That's Now they're solution aware. Okay, there's four, five, or six different options. All of these investors that I've been talking to and agents too, they had done that part well. Okay, they'd done that well. They'd been doing the marketing. They'd been doing the Google PPC or even the SEO sometimes and they'd been doing the offline marketing. They'd done that part well. They are making their clients aware that they are one of the solutions. Where they're falling down is this. It's what I call the credibility yep. gap. It's when they're researching you, when they're researching the others. The same thing that you and I all do when we're buying shoes, when we're looking to, yep. buy, to eat a burrito downtown. Like, do you think that your people are actually, that are looking to sell and buy houses? They're researching you. They're doing it for burritos. Why would they not be doing it for houses? They are. Um, and what happened when I, I'll, I'll finish this one thought, Adrian, what happened when I, when I, uh, said to Tim, I'm like, man, well, let's do this. Let's just do some Google searches around your company name. Plus the word reviews. Let's pull up those other couple, uh, competitors of yours and look at their sites and, and then do the, their company name with the word reviews. And let's just see what your prospects are seeing when they're, when they're vetting their options. And I'm like, it's clear like this right here. They have no clue that you have all that experience based on what they find online. They have no clue that you're an expert in all these things based on what they find online. They have no clue the programs that you had talked about that you said are like, man, we've got these amazing programs that they can't touch. They have no clue about them because they're not online. They're not in content, things like that. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts, man? Yeah, I love it. I love it. So, so to kind of, kind of, kind of add on what, to what you're saying, Trevor, is we live in a time to where, like, like you said, for, for years, we all, and I'm going to, I'm going to talk in SEO online term. So hopefully you guys can follow me. So for so many years, our marketing has been around keywords, mm-hmm. which is being discoverable, right? If someone does a keyword search, they find us, they, they have no clue who we are. We're, we're, we're living in a time to where not only do you have to be discoverable, but you also have to be available. Yep. Right. So, and what I mean by available guys is like you said, uh, with Tim, yes, he might be, he might be number one or he might be, have a killer, postcard that has the right message but so he's he was he was discovered but now we're 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 a lot more weight's going to fall on is is he's is he available meaning now they know who tim is they know his company so what are they going to do they're going to they're going to google his business name they're, they're going to google the name that you're putting into your signature on your letters that you're sending out they're going to google your phone number any any information that you're providing off your current marketing material they're going to be searching for you so so i challenge everyone don't think in terms of just being found by keywords but you need to also be found by your brand mm-hmm. or by your company so and, and that's what uh i believe that's what you're really saying and and it's so important yep exactly so i'm gonna draw this thing and then brady uh, i'll give you the cue we'll switch over to the, the computer screen for a second so here's what i mean right here y'all is when you're looking at the the lifestyle or the, the life cycle of a deal okay you're looking at the life cycle of a deal over here is your your marketing piece that, that reached the person. Okay, so you're like, you're marketing to a person. This is supposed to be a person. Okay, so that's a person. Okay, so your marketing went to that person. It was a direct mail piece. It was Google pay-per-click ad. It was search engine optimization, whatever it is. You, you somehow reach out to that person. Okay, so that's one spot that you can leverage and improve the conversion rate of, right? And that's what we're looking at. What are the spots along this? This right here is is money. That's cashing the deal. That's, that's closing the transaction as an agent. That's closing the deal as an investor. Over here is actually your first contact. So every one of these spots, you have, you have stuff leaking out. There's spots where people are leaking out. Okay. What's happened with most people, like I said, is they're getting the attention of the person. And let's say this is your, let's say this is your website. Okay. So that's one spot right there. That is there opportunity to increase the conversion rate on your website. That's what we do so well here at Carrot. Right, Carter Steph, who's going to be out here for, for um, for Carrot Camp, he uh, owns the biggest home buyer. He's the biggest home buyer in, in Oklahoma City, possibly biggest home buyer in all of Oklahoma. He had an amazing custom site. I mean, this site was beautiful. It looked amazing, and it was getting leads. So he thought it worked. But he's like, I, I just, I have a feeling that it could work better. And so he moved over to Carrot through our concierge services. We dialed in his website for him, made it look amazing, brought in some elements design-wise that make him stand out from other Carrot members in his market and drastically increase his conversion rate. 
So that was a big thing is we were able to increase his conversion rate by over 50%. Okay, uh, over 50% increase in leads just from his existing traffic, which was all offline marketing. So that's one lever there is if you don't have a high converting website, uh, that's what we do best, make it work great on mobile. That's a lever point. Once you've got that nailed, what's the next lever point? Right? The next lever point is how do you pre-frame someone to actually want to work with you, to actually take the, the, the appointment to take the meeting? So the next lever point is this. It's, it's you setting the appointment with them, right? getting them on the phone or whatever it is. So that's another lever point. How do you now increase the conversion rate or the performance of the way that you're doing your phone calls, of the way that you're building rapport and credibility with your prospects. What Are you saying the right words? Are you building the right credibility and trust? Uh, John Martinez, who we've had on the Carrot Cast, yeah. did this amazingly. Uh, you guys can go back and check out that episode of the Carrot Cast. We'll link it up. That John actually walks through some very specific things you can do to increase your ability to connect with your sellers, add value, and close that deal. Okay. So that's a, a point where a lot of people are losing, losing deals. Yeah. Um, I was chatting with, who was it, man? Uh, shoot, this is Brian Rockwell. Okay, Brian, Brian Rockwell. Rockwell had this part nailed, right? His website looks amazing. He has lots of credibility up here. He had that part nailed. But um, we saw him in Dallas, and he was saying that you know, his first year at Carrot, he did about 700 grand in revenue, all online, 100% online. The market is, has shifted a little bit. It made it more competitive to get the online leads and deals. He said he was kind of on pace for about half of that. But what happens is most of the time we're blaming it on the front end. Yep, we're blaming 100%. it here, right? Like, man, I need to make PPC work better. I need to make my website work better. Yeah, keep on working and making those work better. But what was happening, and Adrian can attest to this, and he posted this in our Carrot Camp alumni page, Facebook group, is he said, man, I took away one thing that I learned at, at Wholesaling Elite Live, and I implemented it, and I, I, I can't remember the profit on this deal, but he's like, I've closed two deals since I left. And it was like only a week or two after. Yep. Yep. And all he changed was what he's saying to sellers. He's building a better relationship. He's staying with them longer than the next guy to build a better relationship. No, I love that. And, and here's the thing too, guys, and, and I'm going to piggyback on what uh, Trevor said is guys, your marketing is get pe- is going to get people through the door, right? It doesn't automatically, just because you get something that doesn't mean they're going to convert. They're going to take that next step, whether it's call you, fill out the form or set up that appointment. Look at it this way, guys. There, there, there's people's mind and there's people's heart. Your marketing message is going gonna, is gonna to speak to their mind to get them through that door. Where, where Brian began to really focus on, he already got the mind stuff down. Now it's getting to the person's heart, right? Yeah. And, and the heart comes down to understanding their need, building rapport, um, you know, just really understanding and, 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 and just really walk through the process with, with this person. Like, um, addressing their fears, addressing their objections. Uh, one of the things that I always, I always try and really uh, tell people is that what we do as investors is not a normal transaction. It's not a normal service. So people are going to be naturally skeptical. Like, like, like they're trying to find a way to give themselves permission to trust you. Mm-hmm. And if we're not meeting those objections, you know, like I said, at Carrot, uh, one of the things that we really push on is on the company page, introduce yourself. You know, write up a short bio, share your core values, cast your vision uh, on the solution that you have for them specifically, you know, get some credibility up. And, and if you haven't done a deal yet, most of us know at least three or five professional people, reach out to them and have them vouch for your character. Yep. Right. So, so there's ways that, again, it's all getting to the heart of that person because that's really where you, you're going to, you're going to capture them. And, and, and if you can capture their heart, I'm telling you, you're going to put yourself in a position to where you're going to be able to get deals even though you're not the highest bidder. Yep. I, I, I love it. I love it. So right here, here's one lever point. Make sure your website converts better, especially on mobile. We can take care of that. If you want to customize your website, we have services that can help it really stand out. We have a lot of people moving over from custom websites. They're the biggest investors in their market. They have the money to, to spend on the custom website. Their buddies at a mastermind says you really need to move to a custom site. Um, but then they do. They get worse results. They come back doing our, our, our concierge and get a way better result. Way better tech stack, way better performance. The next spot, like we said, is making it to where your, your ability to negotiate and connect with the seller or buyer increases. So increase your, your negotiation power. That right there, if you can increase your credit, your, your conversion on your website, uh, move over to Carrot or add credibility and content to your Carrot site, it's going to help. Then you increase your conversion rate on setting up appointments, right? So that's setting up the appointment. The next spot is actually meeting at the seller's house or making an offer, right? So that's what Adrian was talking about. 
uh, increasing that performance on sitting down and connecting with them. That's what Brian Rockwell did and immediately increased the amount of leads that were turning into deals. He increases, he increases lead to close ratio, right? And then there's another spot, which is the follow-up, okay? So let's say you, di- you didn't actually close those deals. How do you now increase your performance on the follow-up from ones that didn't turn into deals? How do you put them into email sequences, text sequences, phone calls, whatever? And then over here, you know, this is actually, I'm gonna put like the, the disposition, okay? Or how do you now make sure that you're turning these deals into the highest profit, which leads into number two. Um, we're gonna introduce number two here in a second. But this is a biggie, big, y'all. Where at every single point in these steps can you add more credibility, okay? Mm-hmm. Because the big thing is this, with Tim uh, and many other people, while they have the chops, they've got more experience, they've got more results, they have more, they have more of everything, uh, they know that they do. What, you, what people can't tell when they do the Google searches is that they have that, right? So we need to make sure that you're pre-framing that prospect to want to work with you. So once again, if they have five, six, seven different options, when they've done the Google searches, Brady, bring up my uh, screen now and I'll do some cool stuff here. So we're gonna bring up my screen. Um, and Adrian, Adrian disappeared, but the screen's still there. So everybody, we'll bring Adrian back. Um, but here's what I wanna, wanna show you guys, okay? So uh, this is just one, uh, I love these guys. They, they've done such a great job. But what I wanna show you is this. So I'm just gonna go, let's say I, I, got, a, you know, I got a piece of marketing from, from these guys here, okay? So here's what I'm starting to search. I'm starting to search their company name, right? So what you see pop up now is you see, you see some things starting to pop up that are, that are suggested searches, okay, suggested searches. So Nexus, home, let's say I'm, I'm, I'm typing this in, I got a direct mail piece from them or whatever. This is what's important here, y'all. Zoom in on this if you can't see it. Because Google is telling me this is what people are searching related to their company. This is that part of the, of the, of the cycle here. This is where they're vetting and verifying you. All this phase here. After they know about you, they're vetting and verifying you. Okay, that's not gonna be the first thing that they type in because they don't know about you yet. As soon as they get your direct mail piece, as soon as they get your cold call, as soon as they get your RVM, as soon as they do a Google search and find your website, they've got three, four, five different options. They're gonna go, go to Google and type these things up. And this right here is controlling the conversation around your brand, what, exactly how we started this call, okay? So people are typing in next home buyers reviews. They wanna know who's worked with them. They wanna make sure that they're working with someone who's legit. Uh, Nexus Home Buyers Insert City. One at the end is really cool. Who owns Nexus Home Buyers Knoxville, Tennessee? Who owns it? Why are people searching that? They're searching that because they care about the people behind businesses these days and they want to make sure that they're working with legitimate people. And now this is the cool thing. We've been teaching this for years and years and years, guys. Uh, they, they've executed it well. Many other customers have executed this well as, uh, also. Video is a big deal. Why are we doing this on video? It's because it builds connection, it builds credibility, it builds expertise. When you can build connection, credibility, and expertise more than the next person, it builds comfort. They wanna work with you, it builds comfort and trust. And so when I do that search, first up you see Better Business Bureau, and they've got a great rating there. And then you see their own website, and it's their testimonials page. So you can go down and see all their testimonials and their videos. But this is the cool thing, guys. When you upload your videos to YouTube, title your videos that phrase, your company name plus the word reviews, and then maybe put that, that person's name after it. We've been teaching this for five years, but hardly anyone does this. And what you see here is this. I'm, I, I searched their company name and reviews. We're controlling the conversation around my brand. We're controlling that conversation. Then we've got Yelp reviews. We've got a LinkedIn page, right? You've got all kinds of stuff. They even have pictures in the bottom. The images that they upload to their website are titled, you know, their company name plus the word reviews. So they start to pipe up. You're com- completely controlling the conversation. Can you imagine if, if I looked for this company and this is what I see, right? I see, I see tons of, of different amazing reviews. Um, let's go ahead and look at a specific location and area. You're going to see their Google thing pop up here now, right? So you're, you're, they're still controlling their whole uh, brand picture, but they've got dozens of Google reviews. I'm going to work with this company. I'm going to. Uh, versus let's say there's another company that has 10 times more experience, but they don't have any of their online credibility uh, filled in. They have many, many credibility gaps. The, the less experience, but higher credibility, uh, on, online credibility company is gonna win the deal, okay? So that's the second way that you can really, uh, first way up here, but there's two ways we've talked about. Close the credibility gaps at every stage. Get credibility on your website, okay? Uh, present credibility when you're on phone calls. 
okay? Right here, when you're in, in meeting with people, how do you serve them up a credibility pack or you show up with your logoed t-shirt, you look professional, okay? You don't, you don't drive up in a beat, beat up truck. In your follow-up, after that meeting, how do you then build more credibility? You send them an email, you send them a text message uh, with a video that says, hey Mark, it was an amazing meeting with you yesterday. I'm gonna send you a little note with, some, with, uh, uh, with a link to a bunch of clients we've had a chance to work with that have also uh, inherited a house. We'd love the opportunity to work with you. If there's any questions you have at all, just let us know. Send that after you have the meeting with them. Close it. And then over here, this is gonna lead to tip number two. Okay, we'll circle back to, we'll circle back to closing credibility gap if we have questions there. Tip number two is in this market, you've got to have multiple exit and profit strategies. Okay, and this is where I want to bring Adrian in for sure. So I'm just going to put multiple, multiple profit strategies. Okay. So I got a question the other day. It was on our, our coaching call on Tuesday. And the question is a really good question. This person closes deals. And they said, they said, how do I um, really crack through more in SEO and how do I make my PPC work better? And I asked them some questions. I said, okay, what's your average profit per deal? You know, what's your average profit per deal? It was, was 5,000 bucks in this part of California. And then I said, cool, how many leads does it take to close a deal? And for them, it was 20. And next, what I'm thinking in my mind is like, whoa, you're, you're not profiting enough. And their question was, we're getting way too many retail buyer leads coming through our stuff. And, and they're throwing them away. And I'm going, well, that's an amazing opportunity. There's so many real estate agents that would absolutely love those retail buyer leads that you're throwing away. I was talking with Lucas Machado and his business partner. Uh, they do an amazing job at househeroes.com. They're crushing it with Carrot, uh, multiple hundreds of thousands a year uh, just with, with their Carrot website. And they said, man, we're getting dozens of, of land leads every single month and we don't know what to do with them. I'm like, man, you guys are missing out on six figures a year because you're throwing away these land leads because you don't want them, but someone else does. So not, with the leads you're getting, you have to find a way to, to add value to those to every single person and find a way to help them out and get paid well to do so. Uh, so Adrian, on your end, man, what are you doing or what do you see people doing? What do you coach people on uh, for making sure that they have different ways to work a lead? Well, th- th- definitely. I, I think, you know, this business is about providing value, right, guys? Um, e- you know, we always say that you want to give options, you know, at least when you're talking on the phone. So just exactly what they're doing, like establish relationships with other people. I mean, that's a big part. I think a lot of people miss it as investors is the way that you can increase your conversion rate is simply building more relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, um, you know, I'm not an agent. I don't have it. But what we try to do is um, if we if we bring value to a, a client we know or a customer or seller, we know we just can't do it. We look to make the transition in that conversation. Hey, we tell them why they need to list, right? Based on their goals, you know? So we, we, we bring, because a lot of times, that's a cool thing when people come to us. Uh, let's talk about SEO. I love people coming to us because they, they'll value your input, right? So, so you're not just providing them with just a yes or no. Hey, no, I can't help you. Then that's it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times they'll say no, but hey, have you thought about doing this? Like talking about a retail buyer. Hey, um, and a lot of times people don't want to list because they had a bad experience. So, so what we do is, Hey, I'm sorry about that, but tell you what, we know this person that will actually, I can vouch for them Mm -hmm. or, or if they're caught up too much on the commission, we'll educate them on why they need, they they need to kind of get off of that. Or a lot of times they'll come back to us and say, you know what? You're right. I, I didn't look at it that way. I was just pissed off or this realtor, they got, they got offended. And so what happens? We make that transition. I know in Pennsylvania, like we, me personally, I probably make about a thousand to fifteen hundred a month just by handing over leads to an agent. Mm -hmm. That's it. Um, So you know, and that pays for marketing, right? So I mean, Mm -hmm. so 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 we're able to now. Again, we're able to convert those leads and and by putting them into the hands of someone, we're we're getting um, we're, we're making something off of it. But here's the most important thing: is that we help that person. Right. And then a lot of times we try to say, hey, um, did you feel like we helped us? And then there's a testimonial right there. Right. So, yeah. So, so definitely, guys, you, you know, you, you, we can't just look at things that just one dimensional. So mm-hmm. but you got to build relationships, um, you know, agents, other investors, um, you know, reach out. And that's the beauty of a lot. Like, um, shoot, how many people have done deals with each other in, in uh, past Carrot Camp? participants a lot man we, 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 we see it all the people. time dude all the time yeah so so that shows you right there guys the power of networking 
Um, and, you know, we have people that lend to each other. There, we have people that dunk um, code JV deals and out of, out of their area. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, Dude, one, um, one really, I, I'm glad you brought that up because here's a great example, right? At the last Carrot Camp, you had T-Rob there, Tony Robinson. You had um, Max there, of course. You had uh, Daniel DiGiacomo, a bunch of people, and then there was uh, Petru, too. And the reason I bring this yeah. up is these guys are all in different different areas. Okay, Petru's in Florida, Daniel's in Baltimore, uh, T-Rob is in, in uh, North Carolina. And so what happened was this, is Petru is a, is a big online auction guy. Like, almost all of his stuff happened online auction. He came to Carrot to go, how do I add on the online part where I can actually get motivated sellers instead of just the auction stuff? But then over here, Daniel DiGiacomo is, is like all, he, he doesn't do auctions at all. And neither did T-Rob. But he knows this Baltimore market really, really well. He's got the buyer's list locked down, right? Mm-hmm. And so what happened was they worked together to be able to, Petru's like, cool, I'm going to buy this property in Baltimore. I know those guys are in Baltimore. I bet Daniel's got a great buyer's list. Let's partner with Daniel. Daniel's going to sell it. Daniel and T-Rob are going to sell it. Then they split the profits. Uh, Petru wouldn't have got the profits out of that deal that he, that he did uh, unless he was able to work with Daniel. Daniel wouldn't have had any part of that deal at all unless he networked and, and built an asset of a cash buyer's list. And they all made it work. And that's the thing is, is how do you take your average profit per deal and increase it by having more exit strategies, right? So if you're getting, let's, I'm just making this up. If you're getting 30 leads a month and you're only closing one in 20 of those into a deal, that means you're only closing one to one and a half deals a month, right? At 5K. And these are the exact numbers from a, from a client on the coaching call the other day. Okay, but what happens is this, is the way that you win your market is by being able to spend more money for marketing. The way that you spend more money, you're able to spend more money for marketing is by getting more money and adding more value out of every lead, okay? Yep. The way that you add more value out of every lead is have more exit strategies. Like Adrian said, he's making money selling leads that are retail leads, he's not selling them, but he, he's having some sort of a revenue share in some way, shape or form, whatever it is with agents. And he's getting, he's getting money there. But then I also know, well, Tang Nguyen, Tang Nguyen came to the very first carrot camp and we talked to them and they did over a hundred deals, you know, that, that next 12 to that next, next 12 months, they did over a hundred deals. I think it was 2018. And he asked the question and he's got amazing carrot sites ranking really well in Dallas. He's doing deals from that, but most of our deals come from this one source. <laughs> Uh, I asked him, like, dude, where are most of your deals coming from? Like, other wholesalers, man. Like, all these yep. wholesalers are looking at everything in this one box. Like, everything is this box of it's got to fit this 65% or 70% or whatever your calculation is. It's got to fit this very specific mold. If it doesn't fit that, and if I can't do a wholesale deal off of it, it must be a bad lead. I'm going to move on. If it doesn't have any equity in it, there's not a deal there. And they're hitting up Tang because Tang's out there networking, letting people know yep. he can do these creative deals. And he's doing that same deal subject too. The, the guy or gal that said, I couldn't pull a deal out of this thing because it didn't fit this box. He's then going in there and going, I'm going to buy this same subject too. And he's making 35 grand on it. And the cool thing is, it's not just about the money. It's th- this seller is actually, you're harming them by not actually going out there yep. and finding the solutions to, to solve their problems. Like if, if you owned a gym, right, Adrian, if you owned a gym and you knew that every single person is different as far as what their, their, their nutritional intake needs to be and what their workout plan needs to be. But the only thing you had in there was an ab rocker, right? Like it's, I've got an ab rocker here and you're coming in here. And unless you fit that mold where you need this ab rocker, I'm not going to be able to help you. That person's either going to suffer because they're not able to get healthy again because you didn't do your research to figure out the other ways that you could serve the person, not serve the strategy. You're serving the strategy, y'all. You're serving the strategy. Serve the person by coming up with different strategies that help them. Once you're now able to close one in 10 of your leads into a deal rather than one in 20, and you start to move yourself up to 8K per deal or 10K or 15K per deal, then you can spend all that money back on marketing and beat, and beat them. Then your ROI goes up. And this, there's the last thing I've got to say. Actually, this goes into the third one, but... Um, got to get more extra strategies down right now, y'all agents yep. too. Okay. Agents quit, quit looking at everything as a listing. Oh, if, if this house is tore up and it needs 35 grand in repairs, you're like, I can't show this thing. <laughs> no, I can't show this thing. Go, you know what? This is an amazing investment opportunity. Maybe I should start getting into investing 
or maybe I should go network with or Google Sell My House Fast Roseburg, Oregon, because Carrot customers dominate it. Reach out to three or four of those people and see if I can team up with them, give them this amazing lead, and I might be able to share in the profits there. You know? No, that, that 100%. And if you're an agent, yeah, um, investors ain't the bad guy. <laughs> no. I, I, I think a lot of people, and, and rightfully so, I mean, you're in any industry, you're going to always have your bad apples. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, but, you know, we're coming to a time to where there has to be a partnership. That's why I love uh, our agent that we use here in Wilmington, uh, Molly, Molly, Molly Tillyu. Yep. Shout out. Here's the thing. At first, when she used to do that, I, I, I wouldn't really be, I, I never took it seriously because I got so much, I got so much of the direct marketing mindset in my head. Mm. It, it, it made me so one dimensional. Right. So, so, so I started kind of, brushing that off in a way, just being honest, because I was so focused just on that one strategy. So, but I, she would send me more. Now I'm looking at them because, you know, I have to be accepting to the fact that, you know what, Th there could be deals there too, right? Yeah. One or two right there. And, and I can't just discredit that. Right. So, so she, she, I love her mentality because she, she's a problem solver, right? She, 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 she's not worried about, you know, that, that fear of rejection or, or whatever, she, she's just really sincerely trying to help us do more deals. And if she feels like this is a potential deal, she sends it to us. Mm. And, and uh, so, yeah, um, I, I really think that you have to really begin to, like you said, um, have more extra strategies, but also be more open, be, be, be more open-minded in, in, in different ways that you generally do deals or even be open to pivoting if you have to. Yep. I mean, we, we've had some people pivot into different types of strategies. Yep. Um, so I, I love it. So guys and gals, we're going to have about 10 minutes to answer questions. Okay. So pop questions through there. But one, one thing Adrian just mentioned is pivoting strategies, right? Uh, when I was talking to the house hero guys, they're crushing it on the house side of things, but land is a big deal right now. And, and we have a lot of people using carrot to crush it with land. I was talking with JP Moses, a buddy of mine, uh, the other day, he lives in Tennessee. Um, JB, JP and I were talking he's like, dude, I'm buying land right now in Klamath County, which is where I grew up. It's about two and a half hours this way. That's kind of like his honeypot. He's buying land across the country from Klamath County. A lot of it's direct mail, but once again, you use the internet for building credibility. And uh, we have a lot of our people bringing, some of our biggest lead generating websites right now are land sites right now, where they're bringing in so many buyers for land and so many sellers for land. If you guys want to add or pivot or add strategies to it, rather than just looking at only these types of houses, start to spin up a carrot site on land. You know, uh, uh, start to start to look at some land properties, build up your cash buyer site for land, uh, the whole thing. So go tackle those other things. The third strategy here, y'all, the third, and um, then we're going to answer questions, is once we've closed the credibility gap, this right here is probably the most important thing you can do. Your website's going to be critical critical in that. It's got to be easy to use. It's got to be great on mobile. It's got to load fast. Uh, if I were to pull up, um, if I were to pull up a page speed test where I ran it against a custom site that a client really liked. I ran it against a default carrot site and that client's carrot site. The, the speed, the page load speed in the tech stack wasn't even close versus this amazing pretty custom site and the carrot sites. And so when a website loads faster and it's easier to use, you're going to get a better possibility for ranking, better conversion, all that stuff. So that's going to be a big close that credibility gap. We have a whole podcast. Uh, we'll link it up on, um, I think it's called uh, your credibility score. What's your credibility score? And so that podcast right there, if you go through and learn how to increase your credibility score, that's going to help you close a lot more deals this year. Okay, next hey, is, yep, go for it. Hey, hey Trevor, can you, can you um, touch on this? I heard you say this, and this helped me. Um, it was a while back you said this, but I love how you said, um, I think this, this is stopping a lot of people on the credibility side. is just a fear of their picture or their video, uh -huh. right, them being on there. So I love what you said on one call. You did a coaching call. I was listening at the airport. Um, couple of years back, but he said, he said something where you have to get over yourself in that area because, and I took that to heart. Cause I remember it, uh, in Pitts, one of my, uh, uh, Pennsylvania sites, I didn't have a picture up at that point. Cause I'm a very private person. Not that I'm hiding anything. I'm just a private person. Yep. And, and but again, I, I began to see a lot of traffic going to our company page and, and, and guys, that's an indicator. So if a lot of people are going to your company page, it's because they want to know who you are. Mm -hmm. So, so th that's a huge indicator. And if you're not introducing to yourself to someone who wants to know who you are, they're probably not likely going to take that next step. So you got to make a decision. Like, do you really want to make this business work? If you do, 
those are some of the things that you just have to overcome and just kind of get over. So can, just for like 10, 15 seconds, can you cover on that? And I, what you said was really good. Yeah, the, the biggest thing is people want to work with people, not, not businesses, right? So I think a lot of people go, well, shoot, Open Door doesn't have like their owners on the thing. And yeah, I mean, you don't have to have like the owners on the thing. That, there needs to be humanity, okay? Yep. And that, part, of our, part of our company and mission is add humanity to business and help people save time for precious things in the lives and things that matter, right? The humanity part's a big deal because there's so much of humanity getting yanked out. And when you can be the person that shows, hey, we're real people. Hey, you know, we actually have a place that, of business and we're, we're, we've worked with people before. Maybe you're brand new. I don't care what it is. They can read the thing and show, I'm, I've been a school teacher for 15 years. I'm passionate about this area. I love helping people. We had an issue where we inherited a house from our uncle and it was a terrible situation. The options weren't good. So we decided to get into this business and help home sellers and home buyers with easier, better, quicker transactions. Like, that, that person, if you've done no deals at all and, and you're a school teacher, amazing. Like, that's your story. So get over yourself that you don't like to get on video. Get over yourself that you don't like to be on camera. I was that person for a while, right? Because we all, whenever we hear our own voices, we're like, oh my gosh, this sounds terrible. Um, but the thing is, that's the same face and same voice yeah. that walks up to a seller or a buyer. It's the same voice and same face you got to talk with, right? right? It's like, why are, we, why are we then scared to put that same voice and same face out to other people? So get over that because that's going to be the thing that helps give you the edge. It, it is. Just get over that. Um, the third thing I've got here that I'm pulling up, see if there are any questions. Um, are, are there any questions in Asana, Brady? No, you're good. Okay, cool. If there are questions, guys and gals, pop them through Instagram, pop them through Facebook or uh, carrot.com forward slash ask. Ask, but the last part is this. So when I was on the phone with uh, that client the other day, um, he did what is very natural and what's normal, so I don't fault him for it, but he said, man, I used to be able to put a dollar into Google pay-per-click, and then now it's, you know, and, and get, I'm just making numbers up, right? But let's say I used to put in a dollar and get 20 out. Now I'm putting in a dollar and getting two out, okay? And he's going, I'm, I'm, stopping, I'm stopping Google pay-per-click. And he's frustrated because the... the the ROI is going down. Once again, that's all natural. Like I don't fault him for it. I've done the same thing. He's frustrated because the ROI was going down. It's like, man, I could take this money and put it over here so much better. And he said, just like click costs are going up and my cost per deal is going up. And here's the dynamics that are going on here, y'all. Here's the dynamics that are going on. I don't really have room on the, the board anymore. But this is the dynamics. And this is what you're seeing. This is why, this is why ROI for many people has, has taken... Uh, a little bit of a dip this past uh, six to, to, to eight months, okay? And this is normal. This is happening to big investors and agents. This is happening to brand new ones, okay? This is why it's happening, okay? So once again, we're going to look at the timeline here, okay? So we've got demand um, or, or there's options. This is people that are wanting to be an agent, be an investor. This is options for your house sellers and buyers, okay? It's increased. It's increased. Let's say this is 2012. There was less options. 2014, okay, a little bit more options, 16. Let's say this is 19 today, okay? So your options for sellers and buyers has gone up, okay? So if you're over here and this is your Google AdWords or Facebook or whatever it is and your profits up here, okay, so this is your profits. Once again, as the options become available, your profits start to take a dip because there's a lot more people over here that are spending money in that same spot. A lot more people that are spend, spending money on direct mail. A lot more people are spending money on Facebook ads. A lot more people are spending money on Google ads, right? So when that happens, your cost per click increases, okay? Your cost per, per lead on direct mail increases. Your cost per connection on a cold call increases as more people are using it. So what you have to do to make that better is number one, you've got to close the credibility gap. That's the biggie, okay? That's going to help you do more deals. Get more videos up online to talk about how you can help people. Use our feature video post, y'all. Video post. Record a video every single week, a three to five minute video, walking through a house or whatever. Hey, this is Adrian. I'm out here at a house where they actually inherited a property. The siblings are in three different states and it's a tough situation, but you know what? Uh, they can't really list it on the market because of these. You know, it needs $40,000 in repair. They don't have the money to put up front and they really need to resolve it, resolve it because there's some back taxes. So it's not something that an agent's likely going to help with. So here we are. Here's how we're helping this person resolve this situation. Da, 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 da. If you're in a similar situation, we'd love to help you. Just go to adrianbuyshouses.com, fill out the form or give us a call or text at XYZ. We'd love to help you out. Like if you do one of those every single week, just on the job content, put it into YouTube, put it into Facebook, put it into our feature called video post. 
where you literally put your YouTube URL, you paste it in there, and our system makes a written article for you. It yanks out all the words in that video, and it makes a written article for you. Do them three to five minutes, maybe three to eight minutes. That's gonna make a 500 to 800 word article on your website, and it's gonna help you start to build that massive credibility profile. If they come from a Facebook ad or a Google ad, and they're on your website, and they start to Google you, and they start searching phrases, they're gonna find your videos up there. They're gonna find that you're an expert, that you know what you're doing, that, that you are amazing at this. And if they find that stuff and your competitors don't have it, then you're gonna win, okay? So another thing down here, spend more money. Why am I saying spend more money? I'm saying spend more money because of this. Uh, one of the things that, that, that uh, Tim had mentioned, once again, I don't fault him for it, I've done the same thing, is he said, man, I, I made the decision to stop the marketing um, because it's just it's becoming not, not as profitable. And I said, man, I get it, I totally get it. But do this, um, if you're already putting a buck in and getting two bucks out, number one, it works, it's still profitable for you. Number two, once you close the credibility gap, you're gonna be closing more of those leads into deals. So you might be able to get that from a buck, uh, a buck in, two bucks out, up to a buck in, 10 bucks out. You might even be able to get it from a buck to 20 bucks again. Okay, because you need to increase your lead to close ratio. You do that by credit closing the credibility gaps here. Get the videos up on your website. Get a good about page up on your website. Get good testimonials and credibility up on the website. Get your reviews built out on Google, on Facebook, on BBB. Put those on your website. Make sure your website's easy to use, right? But the next thing is this, Adrian, is the reason those, those, those expenses are getting driven up, the reason those expenses are getting driven up is because there's so many more people bidding on those or sending the direct mail pieces out, right? What's gonna happen is the less experienced investor or agent, uh, they're gonna get less and less motivated to do the business because it's hard. This isn't easy, right? it's hard. And so if they find that the click costs continue to go up and all this stuff and they don't have multiple exit strategies because they're newer and they haven't figured this out yet, right? They're down here at the 5K per deal, you're up here at 8K or 20K per deal, right? Because you're able, you're able to spend more. I would keep on spending and I would actually spend more. I would actually spend more. As long as I'm putting a buck in, at least getting two or three bucks out, I would spend more because then they're going to be more likely to give up. They're going to be more likely to give up. They're going to be like, man, I just can't compete in this Google pay-per-click stuff. The, the investors have been around for a while. They're just, they're just outspending me. I can't make it work. So they're going to, they're going to be doing their Google PPC for three, four, five, six months, and then they're going to stop it and you're going to keep it going. Okay, and what, what, what you're gonna be looking for is this, and I know this is speaking to not just an experienced investor, this isn't, I'm not saying, hey, newer investors, this, you're, you're, at a dis, you're in a disadvantage, no. I'm speaking to the mindset, not the experience level, I'm speaking to the mindset here. Okay, so if the demand for that goes down and some of the people get flushed out of the market, okay, you're still spending, there's less people competing for those same keywords, your cost per click is gonna go down, your cost per deal is gonna go down, your profits are gonna go back up, but you've been seated in there for a long time, and in yeah. 12 months, and 18 months, if not sooner, you're, I, I feel your profits are gonna be going back up again. But if you, give up I, on that, if you give up on that source, you're actually enabling your competition to beat you out on those, on, on those leads and deals in your market. No, I love it, 100% Trevor. I mean, you, you kinda have to be Ronald Reagan, guys. Remember when Ronald Reagan won the Cold War? by outspending the Soviets, it's kind of the same concept, you know what I mean? So that, that, that's why, guys, you got to treat this as a business. And part of the business is that you always have to find ways to increase your resources mm -hmm. because how, what you do and the resources you have, that should be your competitive edge. And, and again, that's, and that's not to discourage any of the newbies. Really, it should be an encouragement. Now it's going to force you, how can I come up uh, with a bigger budget? How, how can I leverage my unique uh, ability so i can leverage that in the business um so guys let, let this be an encouragement because i mean mm -hmm. th this is just where this business is heading um 100 yep i i love it. so we're going to recap right at two o'clock i've got steve londau coming in here for the next for the next, for actually for a carrot cast recording amazing investor but we're going to recap right here y'all everybody whether you're a newer investor experience close the credibility gap okay find those spots on your website when when you google search your company name plus the word reviews when you're on a phone with the client, when you're meeting with them in person, when you're following up, uh, how can you add more credibility at every step of the way? It's gonna increase your lead to close ratio. Rather than closing one in 20, now you're gonna close one in 15 or one in 10, which makes all of your marketing more profitable. The next thing is more exit strategies, okay? Uh, rather than looking at everything in this little box of 65% or 75% or whatever your number is, 
Start to network like Adrian said. Start to find other other strategies to help people with. Start to send some of your leads that you say are these like oh, they're all retail. I can't do anything with them. Work with agents. Send them those leads. They might then send you their their um, their really ones that they can't handle. Man, these fifty thousand dollars in repairs. Da da da. Go go to Adrian because I know he can solve things like this. Right. Start start to be able to do that, and then you're going to increase your average profit per deal up. When you increase your average profit per deal, you can spend more on your marketing. Okay, and then the last thing is here: spend more on your marketing. And I know it sounds weird. A lot of people, when things get tough, the first thing they cut is their marketing dollar, and that's actually the first thing you should increase. Because when marketing's hard, as long as you're putting a buck in and getting more than a buck out, um, it's profitable. Make that work. Keep on honing these things. It's going to make it to where you're getting more dollars out with every dollar in, and then it's also going to make it harder for your competition to stay in, and they're going to get discouraged, honestly, and they're going to go, "Man, I just can't afford." Uh, to pay what they're yep. paying for direct mail or for Google pay-per-click or whatever. And then in 12 months and 18 months, the market's going to be clear again for you and you're going to be crushing it. So yep. that's what I've got. Um, but if, it sounds like there's no questions, y'all. Uh, we love having you guys on. I got to bounce over to the podcast with Steve Lundow. But um, I was th- this episode right here, like I said, it, it, it was intense. Uh, a newer investor probably is especially going to look at this and go, oh my gosh, look at all the stuff I've got to do. But here, here's where it is. The first thing you should be focusing on is just getting your first deals done. Get some yeah. profit coming in. Get your first deals done. Get a website that converts well. Start to add in some credibility. And then as you go, add in marketing strategies. And then eventually, you're probably going to have a similar issue that Tim, a really experienced investor that guy was talking about, you're probably going to have a similar issue to what Tim had. And, but now you've got the strategy to wade through it. You've got the strategy to know market cycles uh, breed opportunity and they breed things that you need to adjust. This is an adjustment that you need to make as an experienced investor. This is an adjustment that if you're a newer investor, you should be ready and look at this and go, okay, just because click costs or whatever are getting higher, I shouldn't be discouraged. I should be networking the crap out of things and finding new ways to close deals, increase my average profit per deal so I can also compete against those guys because you can do that. You can 1,000% compete against anyone in your market. I don't care how big they are. Brian Rockwell did it in Dallas. Did 700 grand his first year competing against the big guys. So there's no excuse for anyone not to. 100%, guys. This is a race. It's not about who has a shinier car. It's who's going to be the better driver. Yep. You know, not only who's going to be the better driver, but, but uh, a NASCAR analogy I'd have had. I don't watch NASCAR at all. But to me, it's all about becoming that um, better driver, meaning be a better marketer. Uh, be a student of copywriting, guys. Uh, that's a good way to really hone in a lot of stuff we're talking about when it comes to your message. You know, it's saying, that, it's saying the right things at the right moments. Uh, and then, you know, then there's plenty of resources that we have, like the podcast with John Martinez. You guys dissect that. You know, learn how to convert. Set up KPIs. Set up KPIs and, and set up your conversions from, from, you know, from, from, uh, from contact to appointments. Mm-hmm. Keep track of that stuff because without tracking it, you don't know what to improve. So um, I know Sean Terry has some awesome stuff on, on, on KPIs. Um, so there's plenty of resources. It's out there, guys. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Adrian, man, I appreciate the heck out of you. Everybody, go to carrot.com forward slash ask. Submit your questions for next week. Next week's episode uh, is going to be live with Sean on the other side of this wall here. He's the guy who does all of our concierge uh, client website designs. A big question we always get from people is how do I make my website stand out in my market? Uh, we want to use Carrot because we know it performs better. We want to use Carrot because we know in the long run, not only does it give me more profit, but it's also less cost. I just want to make it stand out, right? So we're going to be diving in on, on websites, doing things to make them adjusted, showing you what we do on the concierge side, that you can do the same thing. Live on, on the call, we're going to be adjusting and, and, di- awesome. and dialing in websites. So show up next week, guys. You, you guys are going to love Sean, man. He's, 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 a good, he's, he's the ambassador of Roseburg, I would say, <laughs> but he's awesome. He, he is. Well, everybody, we appreciate it. Uh, throw a hashtag on Instagram or Facebook, AshCarrot, hashtag AshCarrot. Let us know what you learned. And uh, we'll see you next week. And uh, in the meantime, check out the podcast episodes we've rolled out this week. We're getting amazing feedback on it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish with this one celebration, and I'm going to bounce over to the call with Steve. I know I'm a few minutes late. So I'm going to finish with this. Okay, this is a good microcosm of exactly what we've been talking about right here. I got a message from Robert Grand. Uh, okay, he's out of Eugene, an hour north of here. Robert is a real estate agent. He's been a real estate agent for years. And uh, he was kind of skeptical about going on the investor side, and he wasn't sure how to do it. He was even skeptical about joining Carrot and doing the whole thing because there's other people in his market. Uh, he joined Carrot about six, seven months ago, I think it was, 
He went through our marketplace. Um, he got his website dialed in. He uh, was going to hire a firm in our marketplace to do his PPC, but I saw that he's in a smaller market and it doesn't make yeah. sense to spend a bunch of money on a PPC manager. So we said, you know what, man, we have our PPC AdWords. Uh, we have our we have our AdWords Quick Start. We have a Google uh, Ads Quick Start program where we'll launch, we'll create, we'll take our campaign that we run to our concierge clients. We'll upload it to your Google AdWords. We'll dial it in. We'll give you some training and then we'll check back on you in a few weeks to make sure things are going good. We did that. So rather than spending seven grand over three months, he spent about a thousand bucks with us to get everything set up. And then he texts me this. Um, let's see. This is awesome right here. So he said, ah, he said, uh, this was yesterday at 9.32 a.m. He said, this is a good headline. I spent 5K on everything Kara has to offer with some of that going to PPC and it returned me $53,000 in one deal. I said, my brother and I have been really conservative finding our first company flip deal. We finally picked up a place in Oak Ridge, a little bit outside of Eugene, for $103,000. It should return $53,000 profit or maybe more. We're starting slowly, but it takes five real estate transactions to match the number. So he's saying, uh, he's going all in on investing. It takes five agent transactions, commissions, to match what he's making on the investment side in one deal. Wow. Um, awesome. that's the importance of agents starting to look at that other side. If you're looking at everything as a listing, y'all, you're going to get ran over. You are uh, partner with an investor. Have you won yourself? He said, we're starting slowly. But, uh, da, da, da. Um, and I think the real estate transactions are more work when you think about five inspections, five, impra- five appraisals, five repair addendums, five different clients, basically one year from me deciding to pull the trigger on carrot. I was on a five mile run listening to your podcast and thinking, why don't you just do it? Pull the trigger, just take action. I was slow to roll even after that, and I'm still slow with it uh, because general real estate tech takes up all of our time. He's like, I wanted to quit general real estate uh, uh, one year ago after selling over 300 homes in six years. This guy was not a beginner. He sold over 300 homes in six years. Now my path is clear again. I love the concept. Love your podcast. Love Carrot. We're all in. So, uh, Robert, I just want to appreciate you, man, for taking that leap, for trusting us, but also trusting yourself. So congratulations. And this is not a testament to not be an agent. This is a testament to make sure that you're looking at both sides. You're a real estate professional. Find ones you can list, find, one, find ones you can buy, help people solve their problems. Uh, Adrian, thanks, man. Thank you, everyone. Have an amazing, Always. amazing rest of the day. We'll talk soon. See ya.